<laughs> Emergency breaking news, breaking news, everybody. What's going on? My name is Zacatello, at Zacatello on Twitter. Sitting across from me in the digital space is Hawkman's number one fan, John Swansong Parker. Yeah, I didn't think I would uh, be back on the pod after the last outing that we had. But uh, James Gunn news, I got to give the people what they want. Yeah, we're still fighting. Mom and dad are fighting a little bit. We've separated. We're staying in different houses, yeah. but it's okay. Mm. Uh, you'll have to listen to the last episode to catch up on that, or the episode that hasn't published yet because that's our Christmas special that's coming out in a week or so. Yep, you'll so, have to find out in the future. You'll you'll find out in the future. Why maybe Zach by then, is a huge piece of shit. Sure. <laughs> maybe by the, maybe by the time that episode comes out, we'll have resolved our differences, but I doubt it. No. Um, Never. Yeah, thank you for joining us. <laughs> this is Radiovania. Radiovania is a nerd culture pop pop culture podcast that John podcast. and I... Popcast. That's right. Yep. Everything there. Popcasts. I can't speak. I've already had quite a bit of beer this evening. Uh, I'm dressed for the occasion. This is Radiovania at Radiovania, www.radiovania.com. You know the drill. This is an emergency pod. If you're listening to this, you're likely a fan of the two of us. You've likely listened to us over the years talk about dc movies and dc comics and the film industry and we are here because there's some of the biggest breaking news in hollywood really of this last year i think um it's, it's almost as big as the other warner brothers news that we had this year which was them canceling stuff <laughs> it's, it's still in that same theme it is still in the same stratosphere uh so we're going to be talking a lot about that stuff it's going to be a breaking news episode we're recording this right before we go into recording our batman pod for radio vision so stay tuned for that everybody loves radio vision check it out it's our other pop culture podcast we will get to that here in a minute uh, but this is a mini episode uh and i don't know i don't even know what to title this the the turn the hierarchy in the dceu has changed i think that's what you have to do yeah yeah that's too good it's too good to not use that yeah yes. you look like a beat reporter for the daily planet by the way so yeah. you definitely dressed for the assignment so nice job other news water wet <laughs> that's when i came i came out yeah so i was just at a holiday charity fundraiser um and now i'm disheveled i've unbuttoned the top button this time mm. easily going to start coming down slowly as we start getting further and further into this pod by the end of prophecy of doom it's going to be tied around his head like a headband yeah yeah like this is this is what I'd look like if I just came out of the Daily Planet and Zod just destroyed Metropolis. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we got problems. The city's the boss, got boss. problems. What do they call you? They call you Wally. They call you Wally. <laughs> <laughs> You're the boss, boss. <laughs> so yeah, we're here to react to some of the biggest breaking news in the DC universe. Maybe some of the biggest yeah. breaking news in Hollywood. And to do so, I showed up dressed to the occasion like a beat reporter for the Daily Planet. I'm also drinking my last uh, oh, wow. camouflage bush light. Did you put those back in the fridge? No, this one was one that was left in my fridge, so this one oh, hasn't thank God. Skunked. Do, yeah, yeah, don't drink the skunked ones. Those will kill you. Bucky's, coo- Bucky's koozie, though. Yeah, so, nice. You know, ladies, <laughs> get after it. Get after it. I'm holding a, a, a camo bush, lot, bush latte in a fucking Bucky's koozie. In a in a nice button down shirt and tie, and we're about to talk about movies. So I don't know who's not attracted to this. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm I'm fighting the urge to jump through the screen right now. Mm. Well, poltergeist style. Be maybe all up you in will, your ass. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe you'll want to jump through the screen, but maybe not towards me. Maybe you'll want to jump into the screen to, to go talk to some of the executives in Hollywood right now. Because, John, we've got news. Yeah. This all broke yesterday, December 7th, around 4.17 p.m. The um, anniversary of Pearl Harbor, by the way. Oh, do you think it was a coincidence? Do you think they definitely, planned that? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the day which will live in infamy, yeah. as FDR uh, once said. And uh, this comes from – this whole article is a Hollywood Reporter exclusive. Now, for those of you out there that aren't aware, we talk about Hollywood Reporter a lot. They are consistently one of the only outlets in the industry that break news on a consistent yeah. basis – so the Hollywood Reporter is one of those sites where y- if news is coming from it, you can relatively trust it. Like, I mean, obviously there's going to be spin. Obviously there's going to be details that these sites don't have 100% concrete because we are talking about rumors and speculation. And movie companies yeah. and studios do not comment on rumors and speculation. Uh, but here we are. This article is pretty ironclad. Um so we're going to get into it here. Yesterday, December 7th, this broke. The article was simply titled, Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3 Not Moving Forward as DC Movies Hit a Turning Point. And this is an, exclu- an exclusive here. 
So I'm not going to read the entire article, but I am going to read their opening kind of statement, and then we can get into some of the big bullet points here. And I strongly encourage y'all to go out there and read this article because it's very fascinating. There's a lot of little individual tidbits here, but basically, before I dive into the article, it's all about what's happening with James Gunn taking over as the head of DC Films, everything they're doing with Zaslav and Warner Brothers Discovery, and we're we are hitting a legitimate turning point. And uh, this is big enough news that we needed to make it its own little mini episode. So we're not going to take too much time, but we are going to react to this because I think it will be a fun little time capsule for uh, (laughs) what is eventually going to happen over the course of the next few years. Sure. Ready? Here we go. Okay. Call it DC Rebirth or DC Genesis. Maybe call it Identity Crisis or Flashpoint. These titles of past DC Comics event series aptly describe the state of Warner Brothers DC movies, which are on the cusp of a new era, but not before a potentially messy transition period. A cleaning of the slate is common when a new executive team is put in place to run a studio or division, but there's likely little precedent for the amount of Clorox James Gunn and Peter Safran could spray as they prepare to launch DC Studios and guide superhero movies for the next half decade and beyond. The duo in recent days flew back to Los Angeles from the snowy city of Aspen, Colorado, where they were huddled in deep planning, and now, like holy figures coming down from the mountaintop, have sets of commandments or a DC Bible in hand, or at least a working blueprint. So that's their introduction. Gun or Saf- oh, pause. Yeah. How fun would it be to just go to Aspen and just like plan out a comic book connected universe? That sounds amazing. I really want a I really want a video of James Gunn doing like the Kubrick stare from The Shining, where he's like looking at the windows like. <laughs> <laughs> Benny, Benny boy. <laughs> Gunn and Safran are expected to meet next week with David Zaslav, the Warner Brothers Discovery CEO, who is radically reshaping the media company and who hired the duo in October to lead a newly launched film and television division. The pair will unveil to Zaslav a plan that is expected to lay out their vision. Although much of their plan, which insiders paint as a still work in progress and one that has yet to be approved, is being kept deep in the Batcave. Details of several possible paths forward are trickling out, and at least one path not being taken has also been revealed. So here's where they get into it. Multiple sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3 is not moving forward and is considered dead in its current incarnation. Sources say Jenkins recently submitted her treatment, co-written with Jeff Johns, and that Gunn and Safran, as well as Warner Brothers co-chairs and CEO Michael DeLuna and Pamela Abdi, broke the news to the filmmaker telling her the project, as it stood, did not fit in with the current, with the new, but still unfolding plans. Jenkins directed and co-wrote the previous two movies, starring Gal Gadot, released in 2017 and 2020, respectively. Uh, No decision has been made about the next steps. Uh, While costs are not a factor, insiders say that DC Studios will not have any overburdensome financial restrictions. The studio could end up saving tens of millions of dollars by not making the third installment. Gadot, according to sources, was on track for a $20 million payday for Wonder Woman 3, while Jenkins would have received $12 million. Those figures don't include any possible back-end bonuses. Uh, Warner Brothers has no comment for any of this, by the way, which they don't. Uh, it is unclear how any future Wonder Woman movie and Gadot's, Gadot's portrayal of the hero would fit into the new DC plan. In a bit of head-scratching timing, Gadot tweeted out of the blue a thank you to fans on Tuesday, saying she was grateful to be allowed to play the heroine and role model, and saying, quote, can't wait to share her next chapter with you, end quote. <laughs> it was unclear whether or not the actress knew the project was being toe-tagged. Uh, the rest of the DC slate remains in flux, or at least is being kept deep in a pocket of Gunn's own utility belt, but there are several rumors and possible scenarios to consider ahead of next week's meeting. The first, which builds on the shuttering of Jenkins' Wonder Woman 3, is the closing curtains of the Snyderverse, and the heroes cast by filmmaker Zack Snyder for his Justice League. This one sees just shutting down of Man of Steel 2, with a returning Henry Cavill and having no more Aquaman fronted by Jason Momoa. These characters are to cameo in The Flash, a highly anticipated time travel adventure movie that is due June 16th. Cavill shot his part of the cameo in September, but sources say there's debate as to whether or not the cameo and its inclusion promises something that the studio would have plans on delivering. A Warner Brothers insider cautions that no plans have been finalized and that the Flash remains an unlocked picture, which means they're still playing around with it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, taking a breath. The Cavill situation is more than a little thorny as the actor made a cameo in Black Adam, the DC-centric movie released in October. The Monday after the movie opened, Cavill posted a video on Instagram where he announced, (laughs) I wanted to make it official. I'm back as Superman. At that time, he was not encouraged. 
<laughs> At that time, he was not incorrect. Warner Brothers was indeed developing a sequel for 2013's Man of Steel and actively meeting with the writers. Andy Muschietti, who directed The Flash, even expressed interest in sitting behind the camera for something that would have brought a tone similar to the hopeful and heroic colors of the 1978 movie directed by Richard Donner, considered a benchmark in comic book movies. In fact, current leadership team at Warner Brothers Pictures, Michael DeLuna and Pat Pamela Abdi, did desire one more go-around of the Snyderverse heroes, possibly even having another Justice League movie with these actors. But that was before Gunn and Safran began formulating their new and still-in-flux plan. Also unlikely is a sequel to Black Adam. Despite the hype surrounding the movie of launching the new corner of DC, a lot of it led by star Dwayne Johnson, the movie has only grossed $385 million worldwide, and insiders say the studio that the movie, which costs more than $190 million to produce. Two sources even pegged the actual cost at $230 million, not including marketing, which would be double the cost of its yeah, budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be lucky to break even, even considering ancillary revenue. Even if the movie does eke out a minimal profit, any follow-ups, inherent rising costs, dim the prospect of a sequel. Um, da, 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 I kind of want to focus on some other stuff. Mo Momoa, here's an interesting one. We'll talk about this one. Momoa, meanwhile, could emerge as a pivotal figure in the new plans. According to several sources, in one scenario, the actor would wrap up his days as underwater hero Arthur Curry with Lost City, due out December of 2023, but would be the final movie release that was made by the previous regime. But it would not spell the end of the actor's involvement with DC, with sources saying the actor would lead another movie or franchise. The character of Lobo, a foul-mouthed, cigar-chomping, intergalactic bounty hunter, has been mentioned in connection with Momoa. Um... <laughs> and then, okay, so that's the bulk of the article with a lot of the most interesting stuff. I'm also going to read the bullet points that someone broke out in the article is that, um, you know, they're presenting this next week. The Superman cameo, Warner Brothers toyed with bringing back the cast members for the Justice League movie. Black Adam 2 is unlikely uh, as of now. And then this is like one of the bigger things to tack onto this is that. Matt Reeves, the Batman sequel and spinoffs are unaffected by this news. Yeah. Sounds like they're going to let this go unabated on its own. Um, so some things we don't know, Shazam Fury of the Gods, we don't know what's happening with that franchise. We also, they just released a teaser poster for Blue Beetle. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that movie is, a, is happening. In theater release, right? It's a theater release, yep. That movie comes out in like six months. And we it haven't comes seen out it. in August. Okay, eight months. We haven't seen a single still or trailer or anything not a thing okay it's a lot to take in it is it's a lot to take in this is a big big thing this uh this drew quite the uh social media attention as uh john and i talked last night on the phone briefly about this whole thing this broke later in the evening than typically a lot of these sorts of stories break yeah um, and dc warner brothers nobody had any comment no one had any comment. No one had any reaction. And uh, James so this Gunn is, had one today, though. Actually, really? Okay, they I did tweeted. not see that. I'll see if I can pull it up. You can finish your thought. Yeah, if you can pull up James Gunn's tweet, that would be awesome. But um, here's what here's what I'll say to kick off the conversation because I've been talking a lot, reading the article, so I want to hear what you have to say, what your gut reactions are. But here's what here's what I'm just going to say to lead off the conversation. Um, we talked a few months ago about. When they broke the news about James Gunn leading the DC film studio, there was a lot of speculation as to what was going to happen. What was he going to do with this franchise? And I've been of the mind for a long time that I think that you do need to forge a new path ahead. And it sounds to me like that seems to be what they want to do. Whether or not that that's going to 100% lie in their favor and ends up being what Zaslav approves is to be determined. Because um, like the article yes. says, they're still going to have this conversation with him next week. Uh, but this isn't, this is true. This article is true. Like, I'm not going to, you know, like I said at the very top, the Hollywood Reporter is a respectable news outlet for movie news. It is m maybe one of the only few, like there's five out there that are really great resources for movie news. Their sources, they trust. These are journalists. These aren't like shitty clickbait reporters. The Hollywood Reporter is legit. They have sources. And people from within this, uh, I trust most of this information. Now, some of it might be construed in certain ways, but I think that most of this article is pretty um, – not guaranteed stuff, obviously, because any of this could change, but I think that all of this is legitimate, are legitimate things that have been discussed. Yes, exactly. And that's the point that James Gunn wanted to make in his comment was that, yes, it could have been things that were discussed, but that doesn't mean that's necessarily going to be what happens. 
so he launched off a series of like five or so tweets uh, this afternoon on December 8th. Uh, he said, so, period. <laughs> As for the story yesterday in The Hollywood Reporter, some of it is true, some of it is half true, some of it is not true, and some of it we haven't decided whether it's true or not. Although the first month at DC has been fruitful, building the next 10 years of story takes time and we're still just beginning. Peter and I chose to helm DC Studios knowing that we were coming into a fractious environment, both in the stories being told and in the audience itself, and there would be unavoidable transitional periods as we moved into telling cohesive stories across film, animation, TV, and gaming. Yeah. But in the end, the drawbacks of that transitional period were dwarfed by the creative possibilities and the opportunity to build upon what has worked in DC so far and to help rectify what has not. We know that we're not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we do is done in the service of the story, in all caps, and in the service of the DC characters, in all caps. Uh, we know you cherish, and we have always cherished for our whole lives. As for more answers about the future of DC, I will sadly have to ask that you wait. We are giving these characters and the stories the time and attention they deserve, and we ourselves still have a lot more questions to ask and answer. And then he put up a picture of the Justice League drawn by Alex Ross. So, yeah. Okay. So, Pretty a statement's crazy. been made. A The first, like... <laughs> One of his first statements, besides just putting up pictures of Clark Kent on a typewriter and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I will say, later on today, there was also a news that you sent me where it said that a Hawkman spinoff movie was in development. And at this point, it's um, Warner Brothers and DC specifically almost seems like the boy who cried wolf. It's like, I don't believe in anything no, at yeah. all, except for the Batman 2. <laughs> that is the only thing I am 100% convinced is going to come out. Yeah. That has been announced. And we have, like, obviously, Shazam's coming out, right? We've seen trailers for that. But yeah, I mean, this is kind of in the vein of what you and I talked about when they announced the news that he and him and Peter Safran were going to be taking over is like, they had a ripe opportunity for resetting everything and building something in their own image that they want. Now, how they use the principal cast is yet to be determined, and none of that seemed to be cleared up besides the fact that maybe Jason Momoa will be recast as somebody else. As Lobo. Yeah, which is... Everybody's favorite wild. character, Lobo. Yeah, who Zach knows nothing about. Not a thing. Um, he's great. Um... I don't really know, man. I don't really know what to say. I just kind of want to wait until they announce stuff. You know, there's not really much to say besides I think I'm a little surprised about the discussions of recasting anybody. That was the piece that was why I thought it might have been clickbaity. That's a really weird decision. I could see James Gunn making a Lobo movie. Totally. 100%. But why don't you just get Dave Bautista for that role? He'd be perfect. Maybe it's they just, want Bautista to be Aquaman. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> or if he's Ocean Master. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that was the only thing that kind of like threw me for a loop. But I think you and I had both kind of talked about they either needed to build on what has already happened, like The Suicide Squad did, where it's a sequel to Suicide Squad. It's in the DCEU, but it doesn't really acknowledge anything. Or... If you want to start being able to acknowledge stuff, you hit the nuke button and you start over. Yeah. Seems to be the approach they're going with, which as a storyteller is probably better because it's a little more freeing for them to be able to just do whatever they want. I think we need to talk about the cons, though. If he does this, what? where does that leave like Peacemaker, which is in the DCEU? Where does that leave any potential follow-ups to the Suicide Squad? We might not get any of those anymore if they hit the nuke on everybody you know no more margot robbie no you'll still have margot robbie there's gonna be certain things that do carry over right but they're like it's like a new variant if you want to use the marvel version of it right yeah it would have and, to be yeah and so yeah the cons that would be a con i mean that's definitely a big con is that losing some of these beloved characters that we actually do like there's a lot of people in the dceu that we really do like there's a lot of it that i think i, I could be done with 
but there is a lot of it that I think that, you know, the Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, um, I really like Havel as Superman. Um, I don't have a problem with pretty much a majority of the main character castings, obviously with the exception of like Ezra Miller and problematic people like that, Jared Letter, but, um, Jared like, Letter. Jared Letter. I love Idris. I love Margot Robbie. Ben yeah. Affleck's great. I think in the hands of, of good, competent filmmakers, we could have seen really cool things from them. So I don't really have a problem with the cast. That's why it's interesting to see which ones make the jump as the characters they already are. Right. Which ones make the jump as a new character, like this pos- this possible Momoa announcement. Which ones don't make the jump at all, and they just take their they take their severance check and go. I guarantee you James Gunn does not want Dwayne Johnson anywhere near his future DC projects. Which is really funny. Yeah, I don't see them getting about. along very well. <laughs> not at all, because Dwayne Johnson does whatever he wants. And he's essentially a shadow director for any movie that he's on. I, I love him. He's great. But like, you just kind of have to deal with that. And Walter Hamada was just like, yeah, dude, whatever you want, Dwayne. We got you. Yeah, you want kids riding on skateboards? No problem. We got it. We got all you the skateboards. Old, you want a big old redskin demon fighting everybody yeah. at the end? No problem. Um, so yeah, I mean... It would be interesting if they brought everybody back at least once as the cast that they are in, if that is in some type of tag at the end of Flash or something. We'll see. But I think we need to talk more about some of the positives, which is like, let's hope that Zaslav is cool with this and let's just get let's just get a new slate of stuff. I'm excited to I'm excited to reboot. You know, comics do this all the time. We've had by the time the first string of James Gunn movies comes out, it will almost have been a decade of the DCEU. It's crazy. Man of Steel is 10 years old next year. That's crazy. That's, that is that makes me feel so fucking old. <laughs> yeah. Man of Steel is comes out 10 years ago on like the same, same month or weekend that The Flash comes out. Which, if they were to include something with Henry Cavill in it, would be kind of cool and surreal. Just think about how much the Marvel Universe was able to accomplish in 10 years. <laughs> I know. I know. It's pretty it's crazy. crazy. And honestly, the, the DCEU has accomplished quite a bit, too, for a film franchise. If you think about film franchises, like, remember the Dark Universe? Dead on Arrival. Like, they sure. got one movie in, maybe two. The second one got workshopped into the Elizabeth Moths, Invisible Man. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. The one without that, because Johnny Depp was... <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp was supposed to be the Invisible Yikes. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's hard to get a shared universe off the ground these days. And we should acknowledge you and I like a lot of the movies. We don't love all of them, but you're not, you and I are not like Snyder versus truthers necessarily, but I think we acknowledge some of his vision and and the things that he was able to accomplish, but there's some really big Snyder versus fans out there and they're probably super bummed. You'd have to imagine, right? Like you got for the last two months that Henry Cavill was going to come back. And now, not so much. So, it's, you know, it's like he said in his tweet, James Gunn, I mean, there's going to be some hurt feelings along the way, both in terms of the people that watch the movies and the people that make the movies, Mm -hmm. in the same reason and the same thing that happened with the Batgirl movie. But that movie was already done, which is wild. No mention of that in this article, which I think is fascinating. Uh, No mention of Cape Crusader, the animated project in this... um, yeah, no, so yeah. No mention of Michael Keaton's name has yeah, not been no thrown Ke- around at all. Michael Keaton returning was a Walter Hamada project. I wouldn't be surprised if he never never appears on screen. I mean, they like you said, that Flash movie, what they say it's an unlocked picture. There is easily, I would say now, given the announcements that we got, unless Michael Keaton and James Gunn are buddies, I would say there's like a seventy five percent chance that we do not see a version of that movie that actually has Keaton in it. We'll see. I think that that movie has to come out. I mean, I think that it's that coming movie, out. I just don't think he's. I think it's gonna be all Affleck. I don't. I don't think Keaton's gonna oof. be in that movie. Yeah, interesting. That was their only thing in the teaser, though. That's what's funny to me is that like he's the whole never part of that his trailer. Face. Never, never showed, showed his, his face. face. Yeah, we never even saw the Batmobile. It was under, it was under a cloth the whole time. Man. Yeah. Um, okay. So here's here's kind of where I'm standing at. Is Yesterday when this news broke, it was equal parts, holy shit, I can't believe this is breaking, and 
excitement a little bit because it's like, oh, I like the I like the possibilities, right? Um, we've been in the DCEU for almost a decade, like you said. Man of Steel came out almost ten years ago, and so it's like, <laughs> you know, so crazy. It, it like I think it's time. I think I've I've always I've said for a while now, like probably since, gosh. Probably since Justice League came out in the theaters where I was like, okay, it's we we need to do something different. Like this is clearly not working. Like some of it is really, really good, but I Justice think we can League, do better. The, uh, the fourth entry into the DCEU. <laughs> yeah. And let's be honest, they did. They the movies that came out post Justice League are better than the movies that came out before. Hundred percent. Ooh. Shazam, The Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey, Aquaman, yeah, all point. of that was after yeah. Justice League. That's a fair point. Yeah, that's a good point. Because they changed up their model. They're like, fuck it. Everybody do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, and that's not the way you Aquaman, go <laughs> the movie, is the furthest thing from the Joss Whedon Snyder cut, or Joss Whedon Justice League that you could possibly get in terms of sure. creative tone. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely tried that. <laughs> they tried that. Uh, they tried, okay, we want super cohesion really, really quickly because we want to get our Avengers. That didn't work. Yep, so then they were work. like, all right, everybody do whatever you want. And then that also, that created some things that we really like, but it didn't necessarily work. Like, these movies are not juggernauts like they want them to be. And they're not like, maybe you'll disagree with me on this. I don't think that they're beloved in the same way I think they want the, these movies to be. I think they want these movies to be like, oh, people leave Black Panther Wakanda forever and everyone's talking about it for like a month. Like, sure. I think they want that and they're just not nailing that tone. And James no, Gunn has... And the movies that they're getting people to talk about it like that are not even set in the DCEU. It's Joker and the Batman, which are their own thing. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I think that I've said for a while, I think that the smartest path forward is to try something new. We've tried this for 10 years. It's not necessarily been the best thing ever. They've tried some experiments. Some things have been really successful and those things I think you can keep going. But a lot of this I actually think is really smart. I think that like, I think that the, it's just tough. It's like some of this is really tough. Like the whole, like, I really did not like Wonder Woman 84. I know that it has its fans, mm -hmm. but like, after that movie, I can totally see a Wonder Woman three not like being an active development. Maybe it happens someday, but like that movie with Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot, like after that movie and like how people thought about it, like I don't know, like I wasn't even the biggest fan of Wonder Woman one. I know that you have a really big soft spot for it. Oh but, yeah, big like, time. So it, it's just it's just interesting stuff like that. But then the whole the Black Adam Henry Cavill thing is so wild for people. Like he was the only thing people were excited about with that Black Adam movie. Like the the buzz <laughs> about that movie was sure, the yeah. whole thing with the post credits, and that was what everyone had talked about online. Like after the movie came out, it's like I can't believe Henry Cavill they finally got him back. They only, they couldn't even get his face in in Shazam, but they got him in this. They got him for Black Adam, right? And it's just interesting to me. I think that the most frustrating thing for me about all this is that, like, this is clearly not what they how they wanted to present it, and that sucks for for them. I mean, like, movie leaks are going to happen. Stories like this are always going to break. Like, this is a small microcosm of what the worldwide news cycle is, you know. Yeah. But it's like. It sucks that James Gunn, this guy, this artist that I think that you and I both have a fair amount of respect for, wasn't able to give his like his pitch because right now we're all chicken little people out there. Like you said, you mentioned Snyder fans like people literally were so, f so big fans of the Snyder cut that they ended up getting it as the Oscars cheer worthy moment. Remember that? I remember. <laughs> so people love the Snyderverse. People love the DCEU. There's people that have unabashed fandom for it. Like, I feel bad for these guys. I feel bad for the people that are like, they feel like yeah. Chicken Little, like the sky is fucking falling. They're canceling these movies I was excited about. They're changing everything. Yeah, and then it would you be have like, it would be like if this, this would never happen in a million years, but it would be like, it would be similarly compared to if the reception for Ultron was so bad that they just didn't, didn't make any more movies. You know what I mean? Like you got sure, you got about ten movies into a an, a shared universe, right? Obviously, like almost all of those first ten movies in the MCU are are pretty good, but it's crazy. Like imagine being a diehard fan of something like this, and because of the fact that let's be honest, they're just not they're not as they're not as well constructed films. Like in yeah. terms of story. 
in terms of heart and stuff like that. Like there are some, there's like, I would say there's like five good DCEU movies that I regularly sure. revisit. But that's out of what, like 13? Yeah. Point? yeah. And I think the big thing about this too is reliability. Studio, sure. movie studios want reliability. When Marvel dumps 250 to $300 million in a movie, they're, they know that they will make that return on investment. And if they're not confident in something like that, they don't give it that kind of budget or they put it on Disney+. Plus. Or HBO, Disney sweeps it under the rug and we never hear about it. <laughs> that that could also be the case there. But that yeah. happens that happens so much less frequently because all sure. these Marvel movies, even the smaller ones like a Ant-Man like a Shang-Chi or an Ant-Man or whatever, like these movies still make their money back. It's yeah. pardon me. D- DC's problem is that like they have this whole slate DCEU's problem so far. They've got this big slate of characters, bankable characters. Superman Batman, like, wasn't Batman v Superman like considered kind of like a medium box office success? And that movie made like a no, shit ton of money. The movie made like yeah, like nine hundred million dollars. Yeah, the movie made a lot. Yeah, but off of a, I think that movie's budget was like three hundred to three hundred fifty million <laughs> times two. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Six hundred million dollars. So that's a what three hundred million dollar profit? Yeah, like but it that's made, it made some of... more money when they released that ultimate cut later on. They did the sure. they did the home video bump that helped it out a little bit. Sure, but these things aren't juggernauts, and that's my point, no. is that Aquaman is a juggernaut. That movie made over a billion dollars. Wonder Woman was up. a juggernaut, too, I think. Wonder Those Woman the did two. pretty good. Yeah, Wonder Woman yeah. and Aquaman did really, really well, but then you've got, like, I don't have a fucking prayer for Shazam, too. Like, I mean, I'm excited for that movie, but that movie's not going to do... The only thing that it has going for it is that it opens, what, in February? Right. Yeah, it opens with nothing else against it, so that's, like, its biggest... Valentine's that's Day biggest weekend. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> We got to see if there's a Gosling movie coming out that weekend. Eric McConaughey joint. Yeah, they better watch out. Better watch yeah, out. Yeah, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Two hours and ten minutes. Wow. Cool. Two, two uh, hours. Release date March seventeenth. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know. I, yeah. So let's go through the bullets really quickly, and we're gonna do thumbs up, thumbs down, I guess, but with um. I love you're allowed. You're allowed to do like we need a sentence, like a little bit of clarification, right? So give me your statement. These are all the biggest, the most important info from the articles, and it's going to go chronologically, okay? Sure. Henry Cavill filmed a Superman cameo for the Flash in September, but it might be cut because Man of Steel two is no longer in active development. So that's a two parter. So let's do the first part first. Superman cameo for the Flash in September. How do you feel about that? I I think it's thumbs up. I think it's thumbs down that they don't want to release it. I don't like. Who cares if they're worried about delivering on promises that they can't actually complete? Like, that's literally been the entire DCEU. So you might as well just, like, throw us a bone and, like, put them in there. Like, if anything, it would be a good emotional connection to this franchise that's dying. So Yeah, Yeah, I'm thumbs up in the same way. Thumbs up on the cameo, thumbs down on... I I don't think that you should cut this. Like, I think that for whatever footage that we have left of these actors, while they're still around, we should be using it. For sure. Um, Man of Steel 2, no longer in active development. So this is this double-edged sword here, because I would have taken it, for sure. But I think I'm actually going to go thumbs up, because I do want to see what a new Superman franchise could look like in the James Gunn world. Yeah, I'm also going to go thumbs up. As much as I like Henry Cavill, I just think that we need to distance and ourselves could, from Snyder. He could still be it. He, he could, could still, still be Superman. Superman. We have yeah. no idea. And honestly, the idea... It, but it, they could do it. It's, the, it's it, possible to write yeah. away that it can happen. The idea of the director of the It movies doing a Donner era style Superman movie with Henry Cavill Fucking makes my rocks hard. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> Give it to me immediately. Donner, yeah. When they said Donner era Superman, I was like, yes. 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 Give me that. Give me that straight D right into me. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andy Muschietti, who directed The Flash, interested in directing Man of Steel 2. I think we're both think unanimous thumbs on this up on one. That. Yeah, That's a thumbs sure. up for sure. Um, bringing back existing cast members for another Justice League movie. This is a Warner Brothers-led decision. This isn't a James Gunn, Saffron thing. Is that Warner Brothers apparently wants to bring these cast members back for like one last ride. <laughs> Bad Boys for Lifestyle. So here's the thing. I'm going to use my thumb sideways on this. Because if you're doing this, this should be the one that James Gunn directs first. Mm. If James Gunn takes Gal, Henry Cavill, Affleck, Momoa, fucking Amy Adams, and he does 
Crisis on Infinite Earths or Kingdom Come or something. One of these big, this is how the timeline ends type stories, of which there are many. That would be sick. I also think you could just have all those people be in the Flash because they're all in Flashpoint as well. So you can actually save some money by just going and, and film that right now and then like add it into the Flash movie. So Yeah, I'm going to side with you for most of what you said. And I think that this ties directly into the Flash being, quote, what did they call it? An, unlocked. Like an, an unlocked film. I think that there's a chance that this movie gets... This, this movie is Justice League 2, essentially, or 1.5. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder if they change, could they change the title? Yeah, absolutely. What, it's what, called The Flash right now. What if they just call it The Flashpoint? <laughs> what would be a title that would be not calling it The Flash so that they can't bill Ezra Miller as the lead? Crisis on Infinite Earths. You think that that's just what they call it? Mm-hmm. DC Crisis or something like that? DC Films Presents Crisis or something like that? Yeah, I mean they've called it Final Crisis is a really popular comic book as well that you could do. That'd be that'd be pretty sick and literal. So, yeah, I think you do something like that, but we will see done. on that one. Yeah, me too. All right, the cool thing about two. doing Crisis on Infinite Earths is like you can introduce new cast members that are going to be from another world. You could have a you could have a Rob Pat cameo like you could do all kinds of stuff. So it just depends on how big they want it. But you can you can spin it any way you want. I will say, do not waste an opportunity that is as rich as like a Crisis on Infinite Earths if you're just using it to send off people into the sunset though, because then you then you have done what they did already, where they used up a really cool comic book story just to achieve a plot device. You know, it's taken us almost like 20 years to get to secret wars in the mcu so be patient don't don't use all the good ones just use flashpoint you're already developing a flash movie it's really easy he runs really fast resets the timeline you get back nobody looks the same boom that's what happens (laughs) uh all right cool black adam 2 unlikely how do we think about this one thumbs up I'm actually thumbs up on this one too. I think that that movie is fine as being a standalone. The more I'm glad that we put it below BVS because that movie's booty. (laughs) Yeah, Black Adam sucks. Uh, We might have even should have put it lower. Mm, I don't know, man. Pierce Brosnan. We got to give him some Brosnan brownie points. Yeah. Yeah, the Brosney points, as they call it. Brosneys. Brosnies, give him the Brosnie goes should... to. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we should host an awards ceremony, but it's only awards for Pierce Brosnan. That'd be awesome. That'd be really funny. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with you on that one. All right, Jason Momoa could be recast uh, and play Lobo instead. I'm thumbs down with this. I I don't. If you bring in the actors from the first string of DCEU movies, I think they have to play variations of their characters, right? Otherwise, you get into territory where your multiverse can have one actor portray multiple people, and that's kind of strange. They could do it in Secret Wars, too, with Chris Evans. I'm still holding out hope for that. I want to see him as Johnny Storm again. But that but precedent that has not be, been set. But that would be uh, a funny, like, creative decision, right? Sure. Jason Momoa was just Aquaman. If you cast him as Lobo... Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying like that that gives them the opportunity to do the same thing down the road if they were to do a multiverse movie right. of their own where he could be Aquaman again. But I just I don't know. I don't I don't like the precedent that it sets already. So I'm going to go thumbs down yeah. as much as I like Jason Momoa. I like him a lot as Aquaman. I know you feel a little bit differently, but I don't really think that you need him to be Lobo. There's a lot of guys that could play Lobo. It's literally the easiest character to play. It's just it's Wolverine meets Deadpool. That's all it is. Mm. I don't know. That sounds a little bit more comp. I don't know anything about Lobo, but that sounds a little if more If they complex. got Hugh Jackman to play Lobo, that would be hilarious. <laughs> don't do it, Hugh. <laughs> Jackman. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm thumbs down on this. I, I don't I don't really have a soft spot for Momoa. I know a lot of people really like him. I don't find him very charismatic or fun to watch. I think his best role is as the guy in the the guy that dies in Blade Runner. Or no, what's the movie I'm thinking of? That's Dave Bautista. <laughs> the guy oh. that dies in Dune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Good. That's a good pull. 
He's a really good in Dune. Uh, what's his name? It's like Eagle Latrades or something like that, right? It's not Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> what's his name? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm looking it up. Just keep it's, talking. It's something cool. It's like an animal. It sounds like an animal's name. It is really cool. I just don't remember. Dune. But, yeah, I, I, I just don't think we need this. I, I don't think we need to Aquaman to play the same character. Maybe if there was a time gap between, like, when was Chris Evans, Johnny Blaze, to when he would to when he was fucking Captain five America. Five years. Five years? Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe if we wait five years, audiences are... Audiences. Duncan, Idaho. Duncan, Idaho. There is. Sick-ass name. Yeah, Duncan, Idaho is lit. Yeah. I like Jason Momoa in Aquaman. I don't like him in Justice League at all. I think no, he's, he's terrible in Justice. He's League. not in water in all in either version of Justice League. <laughs> he's not in water. It's so dumb. I do like Aquaman quite a bit, and I think he's I think he's good in that movie. No, remember um, in Justice League when he goes underwater to talk in the bubble? In the bubble. Yeah, yeah, all talks- I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Snyder doesn't know shit about Atlantis. So good uh, stuff. God. That's my favorite part of the uh, the Justice League is when. He's like, you're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne, or whatever. And then he like <laughs> jumps backwards and he goes like this. And that's his like big movies. He's like They do that in both. The the terrible. only difference is in Snyder Cut, they sing fucking Nordic tunes before he jumps. In. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. All right, last one, slam dunk. As of now, Matt Reeves, Batman sequel and spin-offs are unaffected. Come on. Thumbs up. Thumbs you know up. what they didn't mention in addition to Shazam is uh the Joker too. Yeah, that's also not in here. So, Can't no Shazam, it. no Joker, <laughs> no, no more Joker, <laughs> no more Joker, no Shazam, no Joker in here. No uh, DC animated, no DC HBO stuff. So nothing about the Penguin, nothing about. No, they said that. the Batman and spinoffs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so that that includes yep. that. So then they did kind of touch on one of the spinoffs for HBO, but nothing. They else. didn't confirm Peacemaker too, though, which is strange. That's certainly happening. You would think, but at the same time, what if he's so busy that he's like, we're good. <laughs> I mean, if they, I'm not saying that I want this because I do think that a season two of Peacemaker would be awesome. But like if that show just ended with a, like a single season of like 10 out of 10 caliber series, it'd be, perfect. It'd be like Firefly yeah, or Watchmen or something like that. Sure. Like I, I'm yeah. down. I'm down if that show never continues, but Dude, they didn't say anything about Watchmen. You think, James, you think James Gunn wants to get a, uh... That'd be awesome. Not Zack Snyder's version or Damon Lindelof's version, but some versions of those characters in there. That'd be cool. Could they do Doomsday Clock? Oh, Don, dude, I can only be so hard. Jesus. <laughs> you, I think you have to do a Watchmen movie before you do a Doomsday Clock, though, in your own timeline, right? So, like, hmm. But what how cool about? Would it be back to, well, how cool would it be to bring back some of that cast, though? Like this, this many years later. Uh, Jack Earl Haley would be cool for Rorschach, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But to yeah. be honest with you, I like Jeremy Irons as Ozymandias better. So I don't like. I feel like you got to pick and choose from one of the versions, or just do your own. I would live to see something entirely new. And I think you know, there's a lot of good filmmakers that I'm sure would just absolutely love to direct a Watchmen movie. I would love. It's like never Guillermo happen. del Toro's Watchmen. I would or love something. to see that. I was, sick. I was, I was thinking Denis Villeneuve. Can you imagine if that dude did a fucking Watchmen movie? How wild that shit would be. <laughs> yeah, that would be. I think he needs something a bigger, bigger scope. It, like most of Watchmen's in like New York City cafes as like Rorschach's eating beans and shit, writing in a journal. So maybe sure. like David Fincher should make it. Denis Villeneuve in the DCU would be sick, though. I think. He should do something like the new gods or something big where people need lots of space. That'd be sick. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I guess the last big thing that we didn't, you know, um, because the Batman thing was like the capper on that news thing there, but um, we didn't really give like a thumbs up, thumbs down on the main bullet point of the title, which is, we didn't talk about Patty Jenkins in Wonder Woman three. Yeah, I think I'm in I'm in two trains of thought here. I would have liked to see a third Wonder Woman because I would have liked to have that duo get another bite at the apple to maybe redeem themselves a little bit. I don't know what the fuck happened. Who thought it was a good idea to have Chris Pratt take Pine. over someone's body? Pine, thank you. Take over someone's body. That's such a strange note. Yeah, but all those movies are co-written by Jeff Johns. So I don't know if it was his idea. 
obviously they're distancing themselves away from him in the films entirely because of his allegations from Ray Fisher, who is also not mentioned in this article. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about Ray Fisher. So yeah. I, I'm not, I don't put this on Patty Jenkins. I know a lot of people probably will because she is a co-writer. However, I do like her style of directing Wonder Woman movies. I would have totally watched a third one. Um, there's a lot of cool Wonder Woman stories that they could have tied off a trilogy for, which would be sweet. They never did Cersei, right? Isn't that a Wonder Woman villain? They never they... did Cersei. They, you know, you could argue that they could have done um, Hades. There's a lot of people that they could have used. You have the whole Greek pantheon. You have a lot of cool people. Doctor Psycho, shout out to the Harley <laughs> cartoon fans. You don't know Doctor Psycho? I just like that you're like they could do Hades or the Greek pantheon or Doctor Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking comic books, man. Dude, comics are weird. The Silver comics Swan. I'm trying to think of more Wonder, <laughs> <laughs> more Wonder Woman villains. Um, and you would you would imagine that the That's third Wonder real. Woman movie would probably be another another period piece, right? So, oh god, <laughs> Wonder Woman in the '90s, Wonder Woman '94, or whatever. You tell me, Gal Gadot in a flannel with like just the flannel on doesn't Come sound amazing as you are <laughs> they did that it's called captain marvel they already did that movie yeah but can you imagine though if, if gal gadot's hanging on the 90s she jumps over to matt reeves batman and her and her and bruce wayne are just listening to nirvana <laughs> i think it would be funny if they did wonder woman in the 90s but she somehow ran, runs into like holden mcneil <laughs> or something like oh that. that'd be great and she's like <laughs> <laughs> then they do a they do a stinger at the end where she's hanging out with Bruce and she's like, You remind me of someone. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Finger cuffs. Um, it's like you remind me of someone, but you had a shitty goatee and worked at a mall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I all in all though, I think more than anything, as much as I I like Patty Jenkins as a filmmaker, I think I would rather just at least get Gall as Wonder Woman one more time, whether that's in a solo film or not. Me too. Because I do really like that interpretation of the character, and I know a lot of other people do as well. So, yeah, I really like that's Gal the Gadot one that I feel Wonder like. Woman. No offense to all the other people that have been in the DCEU, but that character has been the financial and popular backbone of that entire franchise. I think you do need to send it off in a proper way. I agree. And this Not is one of where the she's th hanging out with some random dude at like a Christmas time market. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Holy shit. That the ending of that movie is fucking terrible. That might be one of my least favorite movie endings of all time. Mm, Sans the cameo from Linda Carter. Linda yeah, Carter. That'd be a fun pod. That would be do. a fun pod. Worst movie endings of all time. Best movie endings of all time. Indiana Jones four. Oh yeah. Knowledge was their treasure. <laughs> but here okay so yeah i agree where are they going space not space the space between space <laughs> fucking john hurt do you think john hurt oh wait is john hurt dead yeah he's dead oh, don't fuck, don't shit. speak Look. ill of the dead zach <laughs> my bad mr hurt uh shout out to john hurt and alien great great first person that got face hugged i was gonna say he played the alien right no. <laughs> kind of i mean it, it came out of his body so yeah. <laughs> maybe um so yeah wonder woman 3 i i don't think that it's that big of a deal that they're not moving forward with the wonder woman 3 i do agree that this is one of those characters that w this was the turning point for the dc universe man of steel was divisive batman v superman was generally not liked i mean there were a lot of people that really did like it but then it was generally viewed as like a pretty mediocre yeah. movie Suicide then Squad Wonder was loathed. Suicide Squad was very loathed. And, and then, then you and I went to out. Europe, and we were like, it's fucked. It's fucked. And, <laughs> and then I got home a week before you came home, and I was in a very sad place. Go back and listen to the old pods if you want to hear about it. And I went and saw that movie, and I, I think I remember texting you or yeah. WhatsApping you, and I was like, it's actually good. Like, I can't wait to see it with you when you get back. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're right. It, it, that was definitely a linchpin for them. It was a turning point, and I think that just because of that, because of the powerful, you know, the performance of Gal Gadot, the way that they really uh, modernized that character, uh, they sure. really need to send her off on a high note, even if it is, like, one last performance in something like A Kingdom Come or a yeah. fucking Justice League movie or The Flash. God, I hope and it's the, more than And that. the way they introduced my spirit animal, Steve Trevor, for sure. 
Yeah, I think Chris Pine's done. I hate to break it to no, you, he's, but he's, it's... He's, I mean, did you see the press tour for Don't Worry Darling? He's done with Warner Brothers in general. <laughs> I think he's just done with life. I think he looks he looks beat up, man. That I guy. I mean, let's be honest though. Like, does he? I mean, he doesn't really need to act anymore. No, no, no. He no. Could, he, he's, he's had a lot of good years out there. He's Although not... I would love to see him do like one magnum opus kind of deal. You know? Yeah. Like, go be in a Scorsese movie or something, Chrissy. Ooh. 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 I mean, what's his next? That Star Trek movie got canned, so he's not going to be in that. What's his next film? Is that what you're looking up? Oh, he's in that Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, that movie. That looks bad. Oh, you think so? I think it looks fun. Yeah, really? We'll see. I think it's going to be one of those movies that's like sneaky, like a sneaky 75% fresh. You know what I mean? It reminds me a lot of Jumanji. Sure. Where I did not see the Jumanji movies because I didn't care, but people told me they were Loved good, and it. I was like, yeah. okay, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Have you still not seen them? No. Dude, they're actually really good. <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly what's going to happen with Dungeons and Dragons. Is you're going to see yeah. it, you're going to be like, dude, it's pretty good. And I'm going to go, okay, I believe you, and I, I don't want to waste. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, maybe Dungeons, I will. Dungeons and Dragons is going to be like one of those movies that's on the um the same plane of existence for me. As like the Lost City that came out this year with Sandy Bullock and Channing Tatum, uh, yeah. where I, where I wait to watch it on a plane, and yeah, I'm like, you know what, that was fun. Movie. I was like, that was a good time. This is a plane movie. This has got plane movie written all over it. Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> Hugh Grant, fucking. Uh, did you know Justice Smith is in this? Can't get away from that guy. Yeah, that that is actually the worst part of the casting, I think. Yeah, easy. Um, Sophia Lillis is in this. I have a huge crush on her um there you go so maybe i'll see it just for her but uh cool we'll see yeah so yeah okay any closing thoughts closing remarks is there is there i just a- want to play one game one quick game okay aquaman lost kingdom last last dcu film until the james gunn hard reset what's the first movie after that that is not the batman or joker 2 Ooh. First movie after Aquaman that's not Batman or Joker 2. But is in the new continuity. Yeah. That's a great question. And if it's not what you think it is, what would you like it to be? Would you like it to be this Andy Muschietti Superman movie? Would you like it to be something that James Gunn brews up that's with some weird-ass characters that gets us off on a good starting point? What would you like? Oh, I think you go Superman. I think it's a smart pick. I think you go Superman because you need you need Superman. It's weird to me that it's been 10 years since the last Superman movie that we've had. And and before Man of Steel. (laughs) There you are. (laughs) Thank God. You froze. You look like a chipmunk. You froze, too. You were like. (laughs) (laughs) we were talking about yeah yeah before man of steel was um superman returns you ever see superman returns with brandon ralph and kevin spacey yeah and that was almost a decade before man of steel and then before that it was like 1985 since like the last chris reeves movie it's like somewhere along the way i think Somewhere along the way, and by along the way, I mean 1989 and on, where there's a little thing that came out called Batman that just kind of put Superman as a character, not in the forefront for DC films. And I think it's because it's a hard character to write. It's a hard character to write, but like I just think that you need a creative, you need a visionary to tell that story. I don't think Zach, I like Man of Steel. I, I often, you know, we get into arguments about it, but it's like one of my I like favorite. It too. I, I do like it. It's yeah. one of my favorite movies of the DCEU. Like, I actually think that that movie is just really, really fun and engaging and entertaining and a visual spectacle. But it is not a great Superman movie. I like it for a lot of different reasons that aren't no. about Superman. It's actually and, a terrible Superman movie. It's a good movie, but it's not yeah. a good Superman movie. And I think you need a visionary, a James Gunn type, or someone like that to come in with a fresh take on Superman and start from the ground floor. You need to set the limit of powers. You need to define his powers. You need to define where his place is at in this universe. And you need to build off of that. Like, I, I really do think that, like, as much as I like Henry Cavill, I just think that it's time for a new Superman. It, like I, Henry Cavill 
should have gotten his time in the sun forever, forever until we're dead. We're always going to say like, man, Henry Cavill got fucking shafted because he should have had three Superman movies, two Justice League movies and, and a bunch of other spinoffs. He just yeah. didn't. And sometimes that's how the cards fall. You know, we can't fix everything. And at this current point, I think that after Black, after uh, Aquaman 2, you take some time, you let the other projects come out. Hopefully around that time we can start hearing rumblings of maybe Peacemaker Season 2 or another Suicide Squad thing or um, The Batman 2 or Joker 2. You have some other side projects that you can focus on while you take a break from the DCEU canon. Then you yeah. come back with a big, bold statement movie that is Superman. And I think that that is the smartest way to start it. If not that, then you do an, a Batman movie, and I think that that's a bad call. <laughs> I think that that's a bad call. I agree. We can't I, have I, two canon Batman movies running at the same time. That's too much. It's too much Batman. Yeah, I actually would. I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say something I never thought would leave my mouth. You ready for this? <laughs> I can't wait to hear what this fucking sentence is. I'm fine with having an entire film franchise develop over the course of maybe like three or to three to five years, maybe even longer before Batman even shows up to even consider joining the justice league. I would be fine with the justice league movie without him Me too. in the, in the comics and the cartoons. He does not want to be on that team. He's not a team player. He just likes to hang out in his cave with teenagers and solve crime. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> You can get you can get brooding from other characters, so I'd be okay with that. I mean, obviously, I do want to see James Gunn's take on Batman, but time will tell. I think I'd have to agree with you. I think Superman's the most logical place to start. And if not, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little little reverse side of the coin here. I actually wouldn't be surprised if it's a new Wonder Woman movie, either with a new cast or with Gal Gadot as it as Wonder Woman. New mm new starting point yeah maybe one thing maybe. we know it will not be is it will not be a flash <laughs> no it will not be flash it will not be aquaman it no it could be green lantern it could uh, i can't i it can't be it's too weird like you it can't. Ha it almost has to be lightning in a bottle moment iron man leading a franchise is it's never gonna happen again you just can't you can't replicate that it was so weird it just kind of worked out because the casting was so well. It has to be a character from the world of Batman, Superman, or Wonder Woman to be your first entry. Whether it is those characters or not, it's got to be related to that at least a little bit because those are the characters that people know. Like, and it has to be someone that's a unifier. Like You have to build something off of that character. The beauty of Tony Stark is that... like. Other people play off of him really, really well, and that's why he was a good place to start the franchise because then you can have people – it's like, oh, I want to see this person interact with this person, right? Yeah. And I think that's what you need to do. You need to have a visionary come in, a James Gunn-like, and say this is our Superman, and this is the person that we are going to try to build some extra stories off of. Maybe you seed little ideas here and there. But I think if you make a likable Superman, a character that can maybe pop up in all these different movies and be like a – you know a really strong leading person. Like I, I really think that that's the smart way to go. I think green yeah. lantern would be cool, but it's on another planet. You have to tell the story of how that guy gets back to earth. You know, well, I mean, I know, I know that how starts on earth. Yeah. Fair. fair. <laughs> I uh, want to see that movie, but I just don't think that now is the right time, you know? And I also don't want to see how Jordan as previously stated, give me, give me Johnny boy Stewart. Um, yeah, well, it'd be interesting. I think Superman's the right call, though. I think you, I think you nailed it on the head. You need, yeah. you need to start your new DC canon with a strong Superman and a strong Lex Luthor and build from there because you can't get a Justice League and you can't have a Legion of Doom without those two motherfuckers. So, get after it. Get after it. And give me Brainiac. I want Brainiac. <laughs> I want. How cool would that? How cool would James Gunn's Brainiac be? It'd be, it'd be pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, it'd be great. Do you think yeah. he would direct the first movie in his new franchise, or do you think he's um, just gonna fight it? And I think he's it? gonna fight it. Yeah. Do you think he only? Do you think he only directs weird things like Lobo, yeah. Suicide Squad, and Peacemaker stuff? Yeah. Well, either he directs weird things like that, or it's like he has a vision for a specific property that he really wants to see come to fruition. I could honestly, uh, Mr. Terrific, Mr. Terrific, remember that picture he put up? That's yeah. Right. 
I could see. What James if we're overthinking it and he does he does Strange Adventures? I got that'd be really cool. Here's here's my last bold prediction. Sure. To put in the tank. I bet you the first movie in the new DC universe after this whole reset that James Gunn directs will be Justice League. I think it's a smart move. I think that he has a vision for where this is going to start moving towards. And even if that Justice League is only a couple characters, no Batman, I think that he has an idea of how he wants that to go. Um, I actually think it might be smarter. They're not going to do this. Never mind. Don't listen to me. If I were doing it, I would do Justice Society because it's it, you don't get any of the overlap characters from the prior iteration of the DCEU. But the Justice Society still has Wonder Woman and Superman in it because they're old enough to exist back in that time period when JSA was created. Right. So you could do a team-up movie. But, I mean, Justice League is such a popular name in terms of marketing. They have to do that. But you got to make it different enough. It's got to be Clark, Diana, Martian Manhunter, but like a good one. A Green Lantern. And then you need a Flash. And at this time around, I I would stay as far away from Barry Allen as possible and go with Wally West if I were them. No? Yeah. You don't know who that is, do you? No. <laughs> they call you Wally. Um, You're the boss, boss. And maybe Mr. Terrific, because he was in the Justice League, so that would kind of work out nicely. And Hawkman. Yeah. Hawkman. <laughs> Hawkman. <laughs> Sounds great. I love I love your ideas, Zach. I hope you, I hope you get hired with uh, Saffron I like your ideas and too. Um, James Gunn. Do you? Yeah, I like your ideas. I think that you, you have a very deep passion for DC lore. So much and- so, yeah. Um, I think that they could use someone like you on staff. I think that hope, I think James Gunn probably has a pretty extensive catalog of knowledge <laughs> about this subject. But. We have to, we have to talk about one little quick thing and then we need to go do radio vision. Yeah. 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 How do we think Saffron and Gunn feel about, uh, one Mr. Ben Affleck? Yeah. It's funny. This whole, we've gone for about an hour and two minutes and not once. I think that, I think maybe I, re- I withheld myself. Yeah. I, I held back. Here's my prediction, and I'll let you take take the wheel from here. I do not think that he's associated with any of this. I I told you, you this on the phone. The flash? Um, as a cameo, maybe, but again, like I like we said in the article, that movie is uh unlocked. what unlocked. Do you think it's he's like it's like Aquaman Russell- too? For that cameo that they shot, maybe. Because if that is the last movie. <laughs> that might be the last time we see him. That might be the last time we see him. Um, you know what? The, you know what? The I'm calling it right now. You know what the last shot's gonna be of the post credit stinger of Aquaman two? It's gonna be everybody sitting at a big round table, seven chairs. But oh wow, more. that would actually be really really clever if they did that. But also, and I then we're gonna like see to a time see a joke that you and I say. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that that actually might just be a joke that you and I have with each other. I don't know if it, if people saw that would be like it's not that's not like shawarma. It could be though. <laughs> it could be. That's really funny. Yeah, like, like, I would. I can hear people leaving the theater it. like they're like, "What was up with the end scene with them sitting at that table?" And you and me are like, "Yo, <laughs> roof <Rupert Mark. laughs> <laughs> He said the thing. He said the thing. He did the thing. <laughs> all right yeah that's what it is they're like eating and then uh doorbell rings and we don't know who it is but we can like we can infer that it's james gunn coming to tell them all to get the fuck out of the bat cave and then affleck's like alfred um did you leave room for more at the table cut to black and it's like these characters will not return <laughs> 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 that uh-huh. would be awesome if that if that's how they did it honestly i can see that being that's a very james gunn e sort of move is just to like end it on like end it on like some levity yeah not a super serious moment like where they all ride off into the sunset like uh last crusade style but more so like they just they end it you know they just end it they're just At like brunch yeah yeah oh mm-hmm. god brunch fuck me in the goddamn brain uh yeah, I don't know. My prediction, Ben, no Ben Affleck. I bet these cameos are being highly adjusted. I think that your idea is hilarious, but I think that Ben Affleck is smoking a pack of Parliaments at the Dunkin and just reading this on his on his iPhone while he waits for fucking uh, J-Lo his, to come out of the bathroom. motherfucking movie check is what he's waiting for. Yeah. 
But yeah, so lots of time, lots of time ahead of us. It's uh, it's only 2022. We're on the cusp of a new year. New year, new me. New year, new DC. Whoa! Look at and, you, you little uh, jingle writer. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be an interesting time to see what's happening. I def- I still stand by my statement. My last pr- my last prediction because I thought I said I my, I might have said this already. With all the stuff with like this news breaking, like I still think that we get a press conference of some kind. I don't think it's going to be like yeah, a definitely. huge production, but I think that you have to show James Gunn in front of a green screen or like a a blue screen for or like a night on a set somewhere. I think he's on the set of The Flash. Yes, sure, something like that. He's and sitting in the Tim Burton Batmobile, and he's like, "Oh hey, <laughs> oh hi there." He takes the he takes the rubber cowl off. Yeah. Yeah. You need we need I think that there will be some sort of 5 to 6 to 7 minute long video where he's like so you've been hearing lots of stuff that's going on. He's like what we've been doing with the DC universe. Like I want to tell you what our plan is moving forward. And I realistically with them meeting with Zaslav next week before the end of the fiscal year, I think we see that early January. Yeah. I think we still get something like that as well. I liked my original idea. I don't know if you remember talking about this. I think it'd be funny if it's James Gunn talking to a camera about his plan. And then he's like, isn't that right? And then the person turns it around and it's whoever the next person that's going to be springboarding their franchises would be really clever. That would be cool. So, yeah, we'll see. We will see. But until then, thank you for joining us on this little mini episode of Radiovania. My name is Zacratello at Zacratello on Twitter. That's Najathan Parker, Jonathan Parker. Uh, you can follow the show at Radiovania. Go to Radiovania.com and like and subscribe and share the podcast. If you really like us, please send us an inquiry. If you have any thoughts about what the DC should universe should do next in the film world, email Show at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, this is going to be a broad one, but give me a DCEU quote to end this uh, mini-sode. I'm so bummed that I already used the room for more quote, because that was great. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with... Hmm, that's such a tough choice. There's so many I'm predicting what, lines. I'm predicting what quote you're going to say right now. I'm going to yeah. see if I get it right. Yeah. Okay. You think you, you think you got what it is? I have what quote I would say. Okay, I'm gonna say, do people wear parachute pants now? Oh, fuck, god damn it! What were you gonna? What do you think I was gonna say? Redheads gotta love. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>